Hey everyone, Aries here. Welcome back to the channel. Today I have more Glitch in the Matrix stories for you all. I just want to remind you that if you do have your own stories, whether it be a Glitch in the Matrix, a paranormal encounter, or just a creepy story that you want to send to me, you can do so by sending it to storiesforaries at gmail.com. And if you send me a story, just know that you're giving me permission to possibly read it on my channel. And one last thing before we get started, the channel is really close to 10,000 subscribers, which is awesome. You guys are amazing, and I appreciate all of the love and support. So if you haven't subscribed already, please consider doing so. Like this video if you liked it, dislike if you disliked it, and don't forget to turn on the notifications so you never miss a video. Thank you for all the support, I really appreciate it, and I'll catch you guys in the next one. A couple of years ago, I was out having a beer with a couple of my friends on my terrace. It was a cloudy, drizzly day, and we were just talking about our childhood days. It was a good day. I got up to go to the table with the icebox and get another beer, when suddenly, everything blacked out. Next thing I saw, I was suddenly at a train station, which looked from the 1800s. I don't even know if trains existed then, but based on the architecture of the station and people's clothing, it felt around that time period. I was standing under a giant clock, trying to make sense of what this place was and what just happened. Then I realized I had a ticket in my hand, which said, First Class Reservation from Brussels to Mehelen. At this point, I would like to clarify, I'm from India, and back then I still hadn't traveled to Europe, so at that moment, I was still very confused as to where I was and why I had this ticket in my hand. I felt a sense of urgency as the train was ready to leave, and the clock I was under had struck 2.15 p.m. The departure time had already passed, but the train was still at the platform blowing its old steam horn. The engine looked brand new, but it was a steam engine like in the olden days. I was completely baffled by what was happening, and at this point, I saw a man staring directly at me. He was wearing a penguin suit and wore a tall hat and had a huge mustache. He gave me a look where I felt like he knew something, something like I wasn't supposed to be there. And just at that moment, everything snapped back, and I remember lying down on my terrace with both my friends standing over me terrified. I asked them what happened, and they told me what they saw. They said, while I was walking towards the table with the icebox, I froze stiff and fell on the ground as if a statue. I was out only for two to three seconds, they saw me falling and came running, calling out my name, and I just came back to my senses. The feeling was very weird, because they said I was out for hardly two to three seconds, but what I remembered from my experience at the station, I was there for at least 10 to 15 minutes, closely watching everything and everyone around me. To this day, I believe I somehow slipped into another reality, and that man who looked at me, the face of whom I still remember very clearly, I'll never forget, 
That man somehow realized my slippage into another time period and somehow sent me back. About seven years ago, I was 16 and learning to drive. I was driving home one evening with my mom in the passenger seat. It was the perfect time of day where the sun wasn't shining, but it wasn't dark either. I was going down our street at about 25 miles per hour when out of nowhere, a man rode his bicycle out in front of my vehicle and I hit him. I felt the impact and the wheels rolling over him. I had a gut-wrenching feeling that I had killed him and I slammed on the brakes and gasped and looked at my mom, hoping she would know what to do. She just looked at me like I had gone insane though. I looked back and there was never anyone there. No one riding a bike down the street, no bumps in the road, nothing. I was pretty shaken up for a while and I never found an explanation for what happened. My mom says that I was driving and singing to music, and then all of a sudden I slammed on the brakes and gasped. She didn't feel or see anything at all that I had experienced. This happened two years ago. I was 20, living with my parents, and had just finished my second year of uni. It was late in the morning in June, and my mom asked me to go to the shop and buy her some milk. It's about a 10-minute walk from my front door to the shop. I left the house sometime between 11 and noon. When I get there, I'm surprised to see how busy it is for so early on a Friday. It's filled with secondary school kids, which usually only happens before or after school. I figured it must have been a half day, but I don't ponder it too much. I buy the milk and I make my way home. As I'm walking home, I see a car coming up the road towards me, and it looks like my mom's. It pulls up right beside me, and I realize that it is my mom. She yells at me to get in, and I quickly get in the passenger seat. My mind is racing, thinking that something happened to dad or someone in our family. Then she asks, Where have you been? To cut a long story short, according to her, I went out around noon and was gone for nearly four hours. I check my watch and sure enough, it was 4.06 p.m. I tried to explain that it wasn't possible and that I just left the house. If I wasn't such a sensible, honest person, she might have thought I was lying, but instead, she was worried. She thought I'd blacked out and convinced me to go to the doctor a couple of days later, which I did. I was then referred to the hospital for an MRI. As far as anyone could tell, nothing was wrong with me. This was on my mind for a good few weeks after it occurred, and I realized that whatever happened must have happened on the way to the store, which explained the school kids. Oddly, I didn't notice the change in temperature or daylight. However, given that it was a warm but typically overcast English summer, there probably wasn't much of a change between noon and 4 p.m. The only thing that comes to mind is that I had taken a detour on my way to the shop 
just on a whim. Rather than follow the stretch of winding road up to the shop, I cut through a street and walked up a side alley between two houses. I don't normally do this, so could this glitch in the matrix have been connected to the alleyway? I haven't taken that detour since, but I'm tempted to. I was once standing in the kitchen of my home, having a conversation with my brother, when we both clearly heard my voice coming from the living room. It sounded like I said, Hey, babe. As I would say to address my husband, whom I've since divorced. As we both looked at each other confused, in walks my ex through the screen door, who was on the front patio with a cigarette. He says, yeah. And I told him it wasn't me. My brother and I explained that we both heard it, but it wasn't me. No one else was home besides the three of us. There was no television or even a radio on. It still bothers me to this day that I have no explanation. A few years ago, I worked as a deputy sheriff in a small county in Oklahoma. I was fortunate enough to work for the county where I grew up, so I already knew my patrol area long before I was tasked to patrol for it. One particular day, I had signed on and was driving into the station as I observed a car up ahead of me who appeared to be going pretty fast. I clocked him at 95 miles per hour in a 45 mile per hour zone, so I was definitely going to stop this car. As it passed me, I flipped a U-turn on it, and I heard the car's engine rev and the gear drop, and before I even made the complete turn, I knew I was in a pursuit. I immediately felt the adrenaline, but was able to follow them for several miles at very fast speeds until I came to this particular T-intersection. I've known about the T-intersection ever since I was a kid, and I had worked a crash two weeks prior where a teenaged kid had died by going too fast and not seeing the T in enough time. As I'm approaching the T heading north, I look down to see my speed at 123, and I start to panic because I'm already three houses, maybe 2,000 feet, from the T. I know there is no way I will be able to stop, and I basically accept the fact that I'm going to die. I remember this weird feeling about me, and it was almost like I blinked, and I was past the intersection heading east at 80 miles per hour, directly behind the suspect, who was a good 15 seconds in front of me, maybe a few miles. I cannot for the life of me make any sense of this, and honestly, I'm a bit shaky as I write this on my phone. I have searched for years for any kind of explanation, and the only two people I told made me feel like I was absolutely crazy for mentioning it. This happened yesterday to my sister, and she's still freaked out. Due to the pandemic, she's working at home, 
and every midday she goes to our parents to take the family dog out for a walk. So yesterday she went to take the dog Jazz, and there was no Jazz. He was nowhere to be found. Our dad was grocery shopping and our mom was in the kitchen when she asked if Jazz was with our father. But our mother responded, Who's Jazz? Long story short, there was no dog. Apparently after the death of our first dog, we didn't take another. Thinking it was a strange prank, which isn't typical of our parents. They're not pranksters, they're in their 80s. She searched the house, and she couldn't find anything suggesting there was a presence of a dog. No dog food, no dog bed, no dog toys anywhere, and he always had plenty. Then our dad came home, and still no dog. She interrogated him, and he started to think that she was the one who was joking. At the same time, from the kitchen TV, she heard the news reporter talking about the end of the pandemic, and the surge of something she couldn't understand. She said the reporter didn't seem worried for the surge of whatever it was, because something would take care of it. After that, she returned home, because she didn't want our parents to see her while she was freaking out, and she tried to call me, but I wouldn't answer. I was nowhere to be found, either. She even tried calling the shop where I work, but nobody would answer the phone. This is quite improbable, because where I work, it's mandatory to answer the phones. She even tried to call some of my friends, but had no success. After that, she went to bed and cried until she fell asleep. This morning, I found 16 calls from her, with today's date. I called her back, worried that something had happened, and she was crying. She confessed to me that she couldn't muster the courage to ask our parents or relatives about me because she was too scared they would tell her she was an only child. My parents told me that yesterday they didn't see her at all. They tried to call her at midday for the dog, but her phone was on mute, and they concluded that maybe she was busy. They thought it was strange her phone was mute, but they didn't investigate. I keep wondering where Jazz and I were, and what the news was talking about. Maybe in another universe, the events are evolving faster and better. I'm so curious, but she's too freaked out to talk about it again.